Hi everyone. Hey. <laughs> Every time Trevor Every coming in. Time. Hot. Welcome into the What's Padres. Up? Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Bob Melvin. <laughs> welcome, Bob Melvin. Welcome, <laughs> Bob Melvin. <laughs> I'm Eve Berkowitz. That's my co-host, Trevor Messenger. Yeah, it is. We are doing uh, almost back-to-back episodes here for the big news that is, as I don't know if you guys could guess, it's not like Trevor already blurted it out in the first six seconds. Yeah, come on, guys. You can do this. Yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Bob Melvin is the new manager of the San Diego Padres. We could not be more thrilled. Which was just a complete blindside. Ooh, right off the bat, dude, here's a great stat. Bob <laughs> Melvin, as manager, playoff appearances, seven. Yeah. San Diego Padres, <laughs> six. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Bob Melvin is pretty much undisputed a top five manager in the game. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. And it's funny because we were just having this conversation last episode. We were talking about some of the best managers in the game. Yeah. Bob Melvin is there. We didn't even, we didn't even mention his name once because we didn't think he was available. He's also like, yeah, well, but also he's not, he's not like a sexy name. No, he's not. He's not a, he's not not Cora. He's not Boone. He's not like those guys. He's been coaching in Oakland for a decade. Oakland, Oakland, Dude, the Bay Area doesn't even know who this guy is. Right. You know what I mean? And Everything's about Gabe Kapler in San Francisco right now. And, rightfully so. Right. And the heist that Preller just pulled. Okay. So we've had a lot of discussion since the season ended about Preller, right? Tons. We've talked a lot about how, you know, he's losing a little bit of the faith of the franchise. He's been vilified a bit. Right. By a lot of people. Right. And so all that happened and what... My favorite part about all this, getting Bob Melvin, getting Ruben Niebla to, to run the pitching. Great hire. It, it's like, and by the way, as a, side, as a sidebar here, people were like, great, Preller hired a pitching coach before a manager. Guess we're not going to get anyone with a backbone. Just going to do whatever Preller says, <laughs> whatever. Boy, were they wrong. Yeah, egg on their face. <laughs> so... You know, we now have Bob Melvin and Ruben Niebla, right? Which I just want to say the best part about this is, to get back to my original point, Preller is so far back in my good graces. I don't even know what to say. Like, this tells me that he was willing and ready to make a drastic change and not only try, he pulled it off something that no one thought he could do like no one expected us to get Bob Melvin no one thought this was even an option there was there was i had to, i didn't hear his name mentioned one time exactly in, and i listened to a lot of a lot of radio a lot of local san diego radio stuff I, I didn't hear his name mentioned one time as a potential candidate right not once that is astounding and like what he was able to accomplish now i am so pleased with aj preller that he it's it just feels like he was ready to make a drastic change and a change in the right direction. Yeah, he's he's been he's obviously since 2015 when he was hired, he's been the king of the offseason. Every year Every he year. does some crazy trade acquisition, something that has made him the the king of the offseason, the rock star GM they call them. Right. But it's always been players right. and it's been trading the farm and and getting these players that are you know, under team control for a couple of years and in the in their prime, this year he took a completely different approach 
cleaned house on the on the coaching staff and brought in, I mean, beasts of coaches. The two, the two immediately are just like fill in the gaps with whoever you want. I mean, I hope I hope Skip Schumacher's back. If he's not, I could see a world where Ron Washington comes to be our our third base coach or our bench coach. It's kind of a lateral move. It's but they're talking about him going to the. Did you hear the rumors about Mark Kotze? No. Oh yeah, Kotze. Who's Kotze coaching for right now? The A's. Is he? Yeah. Oh, is he going to come with him? So Ooh. like Kotze. Homecoming. San Diego guy. Homecoming. Also, did you know that Ruben Niebla is, is a San Diego guy? Yeah. And his daughter goes to San Diego yeah. State? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just learned cool. that the other day. He's from Calexico, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's right across the board. Yeah. There, I'm trying to find this stat. There was a stat of, that showed um, Bob Melvin's win-loss record, mm. and his his percentage is 514, he, it's, which is a great Especially considering the franchises he coached, the Diamondbacks, the, Diamondbacks, and, the, Mariners, and the Mariners, the A's, and I think there's one more, um, no, and it doesn't it. matter. But yeah. uh, th- those, that's an incredible record, and that winning percentage is better than I think three. There were three coaches by name that I are totally escaping me right now, but they're like bona fide oh, household names that he has better records. Some of the than. greatest coaches of all time. He's on that list in terms of winning yeah. percentage and yeah. And maybe it was in this. And honestly, if you just eliminate the Diamondbacks and who else did you say? That he the coached? Mariners. And the Mariners from his record. Look what he just did with the A's. 853 and 764. 528 winning percentage. Yeah. With the A's, dude. Yeah. That is the biggest emphasis point on this this man is he coached the Oakland A's. Now, I know he has Billy Bean, and Billy Bean is a master of Amazing. his craft, obviously. but. Yeah. Dude, but a limited budget. No the star budget players. Was, there was no star player unless they were becoming a star in Oakland. Exactly. And, and that was just out of town. And I mean, look at what happened to Matt Chapman. He had right. a terrible year. Right. Matt Olson replaced him, and you know, we might be in the market for a first baseman. Yeah, there's. No I don't think. He, I don't think he's, he's coming. He's gonna be too expensive. I don't hey. think he's coming. And it's gonna. It's still. It's still gonna be hard to get rid of. Get rid of Hosmer. Hundred percent. So. Yes. What? First of all. For those who don't know, I think we should go a little bit into detail about sure. Ruben Niebla because yeah, let me let me pull this up some hire literature. had me jumping out of my out of my chair, and I was texting Trevor actually, and I feel like Trevor's excitement he wasn't, used some colorful language and it was hilarious <laughs> and awesome. And I don't know if Trevor had shared the same enthusiasm as I did until I was done rattling off this yeah. series of text messages. That's true, but it's important to note that. Ruben Niebla was a cornerstone in Cleveland's pitching development. And if you look at Cleveland's pitching over the last, I don't know, six six, years, years. whatever the case may be. Kluber, Clevenger, Bauer, right off the bat. List them off, man. It's Uh, like... Cal Quantrill this year. Plesak. Yeah. Quantrill. Bieber. Bieber. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. And this guy is a... He's a pro, he's a prolific reason as to why they thrived so much in Cleveland with their pitching. When did they go to the World Series? 2016. Yeah, Cleveland was in the World Series in 2016, and their pitching was a massive. And their pitching was a that. huge reason why. Massive part of that, and everyone knows it. And don't forget that Clevenger's coming back next season, yeah. and now he's got Ruben. And this is going to be a scary And Clev, Clev tweeted out something about, about how he was stoked about him yeah. in his little Clevenger language. You'd have to not be. By the way, another sidebar, but I also saw a tweet from Drixen Profar 
uh, because Bob. Oh Bob yeah, had, he played on the. Oh yeah, we got him from the A's. I forgot about that. Bob, and he was like, it was like I don't know a DM or something, and he was like. I'm beyond stoked. Oh, yes. That's Dude. so great. So the stuff that you read about let's, Bob Melvin. Let's see if we can get let's, let me see if we can find some quotes. Well, well, again, I want to go into a little bit more into detail about Ruben Okay, Dayla yeah, 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 quickly. You're right. So, I'd like to talk about just some of the things he's accomplished in Cleveland. So, we brought up some of the names, you know, we brought up some of the development. So, remember, everyone who's listening to this, Cal Quantrill was a young pitcher on our staff. Who needed a little bit of fine tuning? Totally, you know. Trevor I, always believed. I was always a big Cal Quantrill fan. You always I was believed. a big fan of his. I always give Trevor credit for that. He's he always saw something in Cal Quantrill. I don't know what it was. I really don't. You could see the raw elements. Yeah, yeah. He had good mechanics and and just kind of a uh, a level head on the mound. I never saw him get rattled, even when he did get, you know, smoked, rocked. Yeah. But, so uh, so think about that. So he's in San Diego system. He needs some fine tuning under the watch of Larry Rothschild. Oh god. And he's so he just doesn't reach the potential he wanted, so he gets traded. Where does he go? Cleveland. He goes under Ruben Niebla's watch. He was a, he was a part of the Clevenger trade. Yeah. He goes under Ruben Niebla's watch and look what happens. What what did he do this past season? Three point four ERA, and he was like one of the most last, stable pitchers in the last like month and a half. He was four and zero. Yeah, I think he had a sub three ERA in his last like two months. Yes, I mean down the stretch, he was really good. Right. Really, and, he got better as the year went on, which and, is exactly what you want and exactly what a pitching coach is there for. Precisely, anyone can come out in April and throw a no hitter. Right? Uh, no, I mean no, they can't. But Joe anyone, can, can. yeah, Joe Musgrove <laughs> can. That's what. That's why I said. That. Uh, <laughs> anyone can come out in April and shove for. Look at you, Darvish, and then down the stretch, he just completely just fell apart. Right. Blake Snell did the opposite, but that's. I think that I think the change of uh, change of coaching in the middle of the season helped Blake Snell. Definitely did. But yeah, it, that's what a pitching coach is there for: is to get the most out of them down the stretch in in July, August, and September. Right. That's what the pitching coach is there for. Right. They know what to do. Pitchers know what to do. Mm-hmm. They're just in the first couple months. They're 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 running on muscle memory. It's getting Sustained. that that yeah that longevity out of the season. Mm-hmm. Getting into your 15th, 16th, 17th start, and then some into your 25th start. Like if you're making your 25th start and you're starting to labor and you're laboring heavy, it's it's you Darvish. It's it's a seven point something ERA over the last I think eight or nine starts. Like. A better pitching coach probably would have helped that. Maybe some spider tag. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, here's a here's a nice here's an interesting little tidbit. Last two pitching coaches for the Padres, Darren Balsley was fifty seven. Uh Rothschild sixty seven. God, what a fossil. Uh Ruben Niebla's forty nine. Forty nine years old. Young man. And if you look at the you look at the reactions from players and from pitchers and Cleveland's staff, you know, just on their roster or who have worked with Ruben. They're all just raving about this guy. Logan Allen, former Padre, by the way. Yep. He he said himself, you know, this guy did more for my career than pretty much anyone is what he said. And that was borderline a jab towards the Padres considering he was with the Padres organization. Yeah, and now we got this guy. And I just want to say again, Preller got pieces where I feel so confident about the future of the franchise, we now have pieces where it's like you, these are are cornerstones that you can build off of. They are 
these are landmarks. These are like, you know what I mean? These are guys that could be here for a decade. They're pillars that we that's, can just build that's the, off That's of. the thing. They, it, because you have, you have Tatis here for 13 more years. You have Machado here for another seven. Then you, you want to have Melvin here for 10, and you want to have Niebla here for 10. You want those guys to be there for and that long. Abrams going to come up. And then Camposano's yeah, going to come Abrams, up. Abrams, Camposano, Hassel, and, and Gore all will come up. By the way. I mean, dude. Oh, yeah, Gore's shoving in the in the league right now. But also Gore with Niebla. Oh, forget about it, dude. Carlos Carrasco is another name we didn't, we didn't Great mention. Great one. And then and here's what, here's what I want to see that, that I'm the most excited about Niebla working with is Weathers and Paddock. They're both still so young and so raw yeah. that having someone come in with fresh blood and, and mold them into the pitcher that we all think they and know can they be. can be. Right. I mean, dude, these these guys had massive upside. These were both of those guys were, I think, in the top forty prospects list right. of, of all Major League Baseball when they were coming up. Definitely. And now, you know, they've graduated from being prospects, but they 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 haven't really developed the way we want them to. But I mean, bring Paddock's fastball back. Get it, it, develop that curveball a little further. Get Ryan Weathers right in his head on the mound because I really think it was his head that was tearing totally, him apart. Totally, hundred percent. I think Niebla is the one that's yeah Chris Paddock tipping pitches. I'm entirely convinced that that's something he was doing. I'm entirely convinced. Hundred percent. People were teeing off on him. It was a joke. It was crazy. I I think Niebla is the right guy to come in and 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 right that ship with Paddock and Weathers. And I'm I'm really excited to see that. And Gore. Gore. I mean, get the guy up. Imagine what spring training is going to go like with Niebla. And Gore on the mound, you know, because Gore's obviously going to pitch in spring training. Remember when Blake Snell had a 0.00 ERA in spring training? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I forgot about that until you just said (laughs) Unreal. So, and by the way, all these changes, we didn't even, we didn't even bring up Marcelo, by the way. Oh, yeah, the the, uh, pitching development director. Yeah, that was, that was a welcomed change. That was one thing. Like, we knew the coaching staff was going to get decimated, but player development was another Gaping huge hole in hole our, in our, in our franchise, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know what I, all these moves tell me is, if, even, if, even if this doesn't work out, say, say none of this works out and we continue to be a laughing stock of the National League West, at least Preller is trying. Everything we've asked him to do, he's done. He signed Manny Machado. He he signed Fernando Tatis Jr. He's traded for these big name pitchers, and 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 now he's bringing in coaches to help hone in their skills and develop these players that are coming through our farm system. He, at the very least, what I can say about AJ Preller is that he cares. He wants this team to win a championship. The the amount of executives around the league that are just complacent year in and year out. Yeah. It's never for lack of trying on AJ Preller's part. Never. Have a lot of the things he's done not worked out? 100%. Sure. But you're right. The guy tries. He really does. He lays it all on the he line. He puts it on the table. He's doing whatever it takes to get one, like we mentioned. Just one. Just to get one. Just one. And then maybe the floodgates open. Maybe. But to get one is the goal, and Preller's doing everything he can. And again, these hires, it's incredible that we're this stoked about coaching. Like, this guy right. got me to buy in. Preller got me to buy in again. Because you imagine, like, if, if, if Jace Tingler got rolled out again and, you know, Larry oh, Rothschild dude. and, you know, it, we would just be like. All of us would be like, okay, cool. Great, another season, like, going through the motions. Right but on. But year in and year out, Preller 
invigorates us. Like, he gets us to feel something and get us excited for the season, and that's not something that most teams can say or most executives of those teams do for them, really. Right. Rob Marcello Jr., he's 31 years old. Wow. I mean, the blend of young and old, and I hesitate to see, even say old, 49 is not old in the A+. Blast. 60 is... It's old, it's on but, the older but end. I mean, for a manager... Right, he's not rolling. He's not going out there throwing nine innings, like, but, uh, you know. And he's, also, his also, brain's still sharp as a tack. So sharp, and you and you read all these things about Bob Melvin. By the way, if if you're listening to this and you haven't read some of the articles regarding Bob Melvin and what his players have to say about him and the way he approaches situations, this is the guy. This Melvin, is yeah, the, this, this is the guy. guy. They say he's a perfect blend of managing a clubhouse and analytics. Old school and new school, commands the room, but like respects his players. I just think everyone's going to respond so well to him, and that's that's all players in Oakland are saying. I remember uh, one of Jace Tingler's many many we battled conferences or or whatever he was talking about interviews. Uh, he mentioned that he was a poor communicator, and to me that is probably the worst quality. Forget baseball. That is the worst quality a professional sports coach can have. A poor com- your job is literally to communicate how to be a better player. You're telling me you're bad at that? How in the world do you expect to succeed? That is that is Dumbfound, I'm dumbfounded at that. I cannot, I can't even find the words. Did he say that? He in a said press that. Conference? He said not, maybe not in a press conference. It might have been an interview or something. Either or, way, I don't care when he, he mentioned broadcasted it. He, information. He mentioned he's a bad communicator. <laughs> no wonder the, no wonder the players wanted him out, dude. They couldn't talk to him. He was the, he was the. the, the, the he was their dad that only came home after he went to the bar for four <laughs> drinks and was just like, go to bed, son. That, like, of course. Of course they didn't like him. They resented him because they couldn't talk to him. Bob Melvin comes in, and every single player that I've heard quote, quoted about him is, he lets you be you. He, he communicates everything Perfectly, and in a way that you 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 personally can understand. Best quality in a coach I could ever ask for. Easily. I mean, come on, man. Easily. I don't. I don't know what. I would love to have been a fly on the wall in Jay Stingler's interview with the Padres now because I am so confused we as know to why how he got hired. I know. I know. That, that's the other thing. The best part about all these coaching hires, not a single one of them has ties to the Texas Rangers the organization. Rangers. I'm so... T- Ron losing. Washington would have been the only one. Yeah, Ron Washington. But, but at least he's he graduated. Exactly. At least he's, he's so far removed from... And, and the, honestly, that's one of the best things. And on top of that, again, is that Preller didn't hire a first-time coach. He's not trying to, you know, the Andy quite Green... Quite the opposite. The, the, quite the opposite. The Andy Green experiment, failure. The Jace Tingler experiment, failure yeah and now you get a guy who is so proven this is like i mean i'd rather have melvin than joe madden oh yeah. like oh 100 yeah joe madden okay i'll say this for joe madden he has a very very impressive resume it's incredible it's it's one of the one of the most accomplished resumes in all of baseball 
And if you were telling me that I could have Madden or Tingler or Madden or Green, what am I going to say? That's not even I'm going to say Joe Madden. It's not even close. But I agree with you. Joe, Joe, uh, Bob Melvin is is. I would say he's a younger Joe Madden. To be honest, he's probably a 12 years younger Joe Madden. That's fair. They they have very similar. Honestly, they both wear black rim glasses. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, they're obviously the same coach. No, uh, they they seem to have this, a similar demeanor. Now I don't know who they are behind closed very doors, but it's very very level, steady, very steady, very calm, very matter of fact, very much no nonsense. Let's get down to business and let's win some freaking ball games. That's that's how those two play out to me. So while I agree with you that I would take Bob Melvin over Joe Madden, I do think they're pretty similar. It's no slight to Joe Madden. Joe Not Madden's at all. Amazing. Not at all. Joe Madden's amazing. Yeah. But again, just... I would take Bob Melvin over... Would I take him over Craig Council in Milwaukee? Yeah. Yeah. Would I take him over Dusty Baker in, in Houston? Probably. Dusty Baker's a little older. Yeah. Kevin Cash? Would I take him over Kevin Cash? That's a... That's a tough one. I think I would, honestly. Isn't it crazy that we're even, like, these managers were like, we were like, all right, like, you know, I guess we're going to go get Buck Showalter. Or, right. Ozzie Guillen. Ozzie Guillen. Who hasn't or, been interviewed in 10 years. You know, which, okay, so on that, glad we landed on Ozzie Guillen. A lot of people were very excited about the Ozzie Guillen. Yeah, my buddy we, Scott was was very into it. That we interviewed Shout him. Shout out <laughs> But the thing about Ozzie Guillen, so I, I watched this, this episode of a... Of a live recording of a podcast, and I forgot the name of the podcast. But one of the guys who is a host on the show is a massive White Sox fan. Okay, and he basically said, as soon as Tingler got fired, the Padres should look at Ozzie Guillen. Okay, and then they were like, "What? What? What? What are you talking about?" And he basically went into detail and said, "Ozzie Guillen is the perfect manager for the Padres. He's got he he needs a GM to make those personnel decisions." And lineup decisions because he's not good at that. Okay. He's good at holding guys accountable. He's good at getting in your face. He's a good club. He's good guy. at being a leader. Exactly. He's not good at the X's and O's hmm. and all that stuff. So he would have been the perfect guy because Preller can run the show. And I was like, okay. That's, of course, assuming that Preller is going to continue down this path that's obviously not led to results. Right. So just good to see him change course there. But I thought that was really interesting. And hearing that made me not as interested in Ozzie Guillen. I have been – I'm wishy-washy on Guillen. I, I like who he is as a person. I think he's a fireball. There's 100%. But I think that in combination – I think that's too much. I think it would have been too much in the Padres clubhouse. Totally. I think it would have been way too much. We went the opposite direction with Bob Melvin. By exactly. The way. We yeah, which, which I is, think is one hundred percent the right move. We don't need more fire. No, no, don't need more firepower. We have tons. Dude, Machado and Machado Tatis alone are like more than plenty. Combined four franchises and, and exactly. Tatis and Machado have more fire than that. Exactly. And Trent Grisham, all those guys. Right. Bro. There's so much personality. We yeah. didn't need any more. We exactly. need someone to balance out. The, the balance out the clubhouse. Keep everyone from going too high and going too low. Bring them back to the middle. That's that's where you want these players is right in the middle Definitely. with all their emotions. Definitely. Like, it's okay to be emotional on a baseball field. It's absolutely. We love it. it makes Tatis a better player. It, it, exactly. It makes it fun to watch. It makes it. It's why we play this game. Right. I say we as if I'm still playing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, under, why we play this game. Are you under Ruben Niebla's watch? How's it going? I sure am. How's it developing? Developing a sinker. Yeah, nice. 
But yeah, you you want to bring these these overly fiery players back down to the middle when they get too hot. Like when the when the Tatis Machado thing happened in the dugout, that wouldn't have happened under Bob Melvin. It would have never happened under Bob Melvin. No way. Jay Stingler probably just didn't even turn and look at them. He probably was just locked onto the looking at the battle going on on the <laughs> field. <laughs> the battle. <laughs> I just I just wish I could have heard him be like, guys, guys, we're in the middle of a battle. We're in the middle of a battle here, guys. Guys, <laughs> guys strap in. It's battle time. Guys, mount up, okay? We can't be battling each other. We're going to battle 162 <laughs> times a year, okay? This is battle number 114. Come on. We can't be battling with ourselves. We can't ourselves. be battling each other. We can't be battling. We can't battle in the clubhouse. We yeah. battle on the field. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter do an amazing impression of him. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. I wish I could shout him out, but oh my God, it was so good. Anyway, so that that was my, my reservations about Ozzy Guillen were there, and I... Totally. And while I was exciting, while it was exciting, it probably would have been sexy. It would have been all those things. Totally. But like, that's not enough, man. And I, I think it's the opposite of that. I think it's too much. But I'm saying it, it's not enough just to be exciting and whatever. Oh, sure. It, we need to win. Mm-hmm. We need to win. And Bob Melvin's a proven winner. Proven winner. Yep. And he's a leader of men. And that's what we need. So stoked beyond belief. The Ozzy Guillen news was interesting. Again, and by the way, the fact that we didn't even hear about the interviews taking place or that we interviewed Bob Melvin. That was hush, hush. Which I just loved that the news just got bombshelled on us. I was like, this is how I want news to be dropped on me at all times. I don't need the lead up, you know? Oh, yeah. And we're still waiting on the official word because uh, I I heard on on a, a podcast that Major League Baseball will hold off you making decisions during the World Series for obvious reasons. Right. By the way, go Braves, you know? They're pretty the, cool. Get the get them get the cheaters out of here. Yeah. Bye. I'm reading some stuff on Rob Marcello. So he came from the Mariners. Came from the Mariners. He was cool. their AAA pitching coach. Also do a great job. Dude, the Mariners the Mariners so far over over performed last yeah. year. I mean they were they were in it the last day of the season. Yes. They were in it the last day of the season. Further than we were. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely with a lot of our players. Right. Old players. Their development is very, very good. It's 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 been pretty good. They're yeah. they're. I'm trying to think of who their pitchers are. I don't. I'm not really. I'm not super familiar with their roster. I didn't really take them seriously until the end of the year. To be honest, mm. they seemed like a they seemed like a fraud. They're fun because like Kalinich and stuff like that. They got they got some fun pieces, but regardless, yeah. What are you finding on Marcelo? Anything in particular? Uh, they nah. They skipped over a lot of it, but. Um. Oh, oh, we all. You know what else we did? And I don't think we've hired anyone. We we fired our our strength and conditioning director. Yes, we did. And good riddance. Goodbye. Good riddance to you, Dan Byrne. I mean, dude, that guy the, was a the amount of the amount of injuries that we have dealt with in the past. I don't even know how many years. That guy's a clown. Yeah, and I just. I've had it with the injuries, so I'm I'm really hoping that that's that's the next chip I want to see fall is the uh, strength and conditioning director because that's important. Things are happening with this franchise right now, and it's it's very exciting. Like the the moves we're making to hire these development guys, these coaches is just it's. I'm happy for the fans to be honest. the The fans deserve this amount of dedication from this franchise. 
And it's been there since Preller took over. Yeah. Honestly. It has. Swung for the fences on six different occasions it now, has. honestly. And it's it was frustrating last year to see all those big moves flounder towards the end of the year. And we all knew. We, it was all, The writing was on the wall. It was a coaching and player development issue. And what did we do? Immediately addressed it. Addressed it within a month of the end of our season. With right. the, the, the Major League Baseball season's not even over. We've already, we've already addressed it, and it's, it's just it's really encouraging. Right. It's really encouraging. It brings us. It brings me a lot of confidence going into twenty twenty two. Dude, I can't wait to see Bob Melvin's introduction. Oh, his introductory coming, press conference this week. I know his introductory press conference. I can't wait to see his first post spring training game. Oh. press conference. I can't wait to see his opening day press conference. So I exciting. just want to see this guy address the media. And I hope that they get off the zoom nonsense next year. I, I hope know. that I hope that they can do in-person stuff again. I know, which by the way, how funny is that? Like Bob Melvin's not an exciting guy. Not at all. He's not like, you know, he's not gonna, we're gonna be like, this is the most exciting press conference, but we're just excited because it's like, a leader. It's a leader. It's a guy that we know like can lead what a, a team to the playoffs. Yeah. As he's done time and time again. Three-time manager of the year. Both leagues. Yeah. Both leagues. Incredible, dude. He's and made multiple playoff appearances in both leagues. Knows how to manage National League, National League ball. Which, do you, think the, do you think the DH comes to the NL next year? Yeah, I hope it does. It better. I honestly. hope it does. It better. I've had it with this. It better. To be hey, honest. So I think, and sorry to cut you off. I, no, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the next moves are going to be because obviously the the staff needs to be figured out, and we only have a couple minutes here. So Fritz is staying. Fritz is staying as the, which, bull, as the bullpen coach. He did a fantastic job with the bullpen. Oh my god! Obviously, they yeah. overachieved. So I actually just to touch on some of the pitchers from Seattle. We traded for quite a few of them. We did Dan Altavilla, uh, Austin, Austin Adams, Adams. You know, like. <laughs> Record for hit, hit by pitch. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, I'm just it's throwing some double bubble. <laughs> what I'm reading, I've just been going through a couple of articles just to find, you know, what's being said about Rob Marcel. It's not the easiest to find, of course. But every single Seattle Mariners article is like highly regarded pitching coach, highly regarded. Like, and a bunch of Mariners fans are like, "Yeah, we lost a really good one." Wow. Okay. I mean, first of all, I have no doubt, given the fact that we got Ruben and we got yeah. Bob Melvin, it's like it seems like everyone being put in place now is going to be someone who's belongs there for sure and is proven or or an up and comer that's been shining or whatever. Ooh, so the rest of the staff, what's up? Hitting coach, yeah, hitting coach, hitting coach has got to be next, right? That, what uh, about freaking Mark McGuire? Why won't he come back and do it? Where's he now? I don't know where Mark McGuire is. He left us like three years ago. He was a great bench coach. We loved him. Yeah. He looks just like my dad. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I, I'm not kidding, dude. Identical. They have the same white goatee. And, like, when they wear a baseball, it's That's so funny. I've sent my dad multiple pictures. Be like, hey, dude, is this you? <laughs> I think. I don't know if Skip Schumacher is going to stay around. It would be awesome if he did. It, I, how cool I would, would be. How cool would it be if he got to learn from Bob Melvin, too? Oh. Skip if would Skip, be a stud. Okay. He would get a, he'd get a coaching job. Here's the thing about Skip. He is going to be employed next year. It. Is he going to be a manager? It's possible. Mm. Or is he going to go back to St. Louis and bench coach under the, the man that they hired? <laughs> I don't know. Starts with an M, Maloya or something like that? Oh, Maloya. yeah. It was one. It was an in-house hire. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Bob Melvin or Mike Schilt, 
Kick Rock Schilt. See ya, Mike Schilt. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I should I should have just deleted that episode, bro, after hearing this. Yeah, right? But, no, uh, leave it up. No, leave it up. I know. Thanks. Yeah, it's good. Thanks. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's Yes, that, like, oh, gosh, bro. Hitting instructor. We need to see who the hitting coach is going to be, who the third base coach is going to be. Skip Schumacher would be an awesome bench coach, but it was about Luis Rojas getting brought in. I would love to. If we had Luis Rojas as our bench coach and Bob Melvin as our manager, I'd lose my mind. It'd be over. That is, a, that is an absolute all-star coaching Stacked. staff. Stacked. And then the two of them using their trees. Oh, my good God. It's ridiculous. I, I, I really do want... Ron Washington as our third base coach. It's not going to happen. Definitely. I don't think it's going to happen. He's going to get a manager. It's just that. such It's such a fantasy to me. I just epic. would love it. By the way, Bobby Dickerson got hired, right, in by St. Philly. Louis. Or Philly? Philly. Okay, yeah. by Philly. And I honestly, good riddance. People, like, uh, loved Bobby Dickerson, but can we talk about how he was waving Eric Hosmer home from third base on multiple occasions on ground balls, and I was just like... He's getting thrown out by 20 feet. That's a good point. <laughs> that happened on multiple occasions. It did. You're right. It did. It did. Hosmer got thrown out, and then someone else got thrown out. Multiple people who are slow got thrown out by, like, by like yardage. Yeah. So Like, they weren't even in frame it wasn't the even, ball got thrown. I was just like, this guy's running? What? We need to see who, who Bob Melvin brings in if Skip Schumacher stays around. Yeah. Who the hitting coach is going to be, who the bench coach is going to be. Again, we hope that's Skip. But if it's if it's Luis Rojas. Uh, I would honestly, I would rather Luis Rojas than Skip. And and the, the news about wanting a Latin American influence in the dugout, I buy that. I buy it too. I don't, I don't think, I, I think people are uh, super overblown. Super it. blowing it out of yeah, proportion. Yeah. I really think that they are blowing it way out of proportion. But I, why wouldn't you want that? If, if you can have it. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why it's not? a cherry right on top. Right. Like I, I would, I would love Luis Rojas, and I think, I think we would, I think San Diego would love Luis Rojas. Like, it's hard to manage the New York Mets, man. Yes, it is. It is hard to manage the New York Mets. They are they that franchise has underperformed since the eighties, <laughs> and their fans Fan are. Base. Brutal, are ruthless. Lindor had to learn the hard way. Exactly, yeah. and like, and so did Baez. And Baez like, yeah. and I get it. I love New Yorkers personally. I think they're fascinating people. Um, <laughs> I, I like do a think species. It, it is. <laughs> it really is. Like you've you've been there. It's yeah. it's a it's a different place. It is. And I've been to a Mets game. I went to a Mets game for six dollars, by the way, against the Padres. <laughs> it was great. That's cool. And. They, they are just an intense group of people. They're more intense than Yankee fans because Yankee fans are like, is everyone in New York? You're a real baseball fan if you're a Mets fan. So true. You know what I mean? Like, so Mets fans are a little more intense, I think. And, and intense for baseball reasons, right. not just like intense for, you no know. No reason. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I, I'm not shocked that Luis Rojas, a first-time manager at 40 years old, was run out of town. I am not shocked in the slightest. Right. And I just I think he'd be beloved here. I really do. It's also been really fun to watch other franchises watch who are looking for a new manager watch the Padres hire Bob Melvin. Oh yeah. Because Mets Twitter, I I, I got to dive a little Did bit you? into that and see the reactions. And it was like it was like, who's our president of baseball operations? Whatever. That clown and Steve Cohen are like they're talking about candidates that are still trying to interview, and then some like you know prominent 
Twitter pages for Mets fans were like, meanwhile, the Padres are hiring Bob Melvin. My God. They're, like, <laughs> they're about to introduce Bob Melvin as their manager. I, and then like the cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay salty, Mets fans. No, it's, it's incredible. Oh, these poor guys. So anyway, let's see what Bob Melvin does with the rest of his staff. Can't wait to see it. We'd love to see Skip stick around. I think Mark McGuire's out of baseball right now. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He is. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not coaching right now. Yeah. So anyway, bring him back, dude. Let's back. go. Anyway, we're excited to see. Congrats to the Padres. Congrats to us as the fans. Yeah. We have a lot to look forward to once again, and that's before any transactions that might take place. Who knows? Yeah, I think our transactions are going to be pretty light. I would think so I think, too. I think a free agent left fielder. Okay, great. <laughs> Anyway, that's Trevor Messenger. <laughs> at TrevorMess22 on Twitter. <laughs> I'm Yaniv Berkovitz at Yonki, Y-A-U-N-K-I. We are the Padres at the Padres, P-O-D-R-E-S on Twitter. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back soon once we get to hear Bob's introductory press conference. Can't wait for that. And the introduction of the rest of the staff and all the news that's about to be breaking. But for now, things are looking up can't wait to see what it leads to it's a good time to be a Padres fan it's, it's back to being a good time to be a Padres fan it was a rough couple months but we're we're back Happy trails to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Good riddance, you bums. You need a 60-game season to win a World Series. And when it comes to 162, you can't hold up for the marathon. And by the way... Dave Roberts, you're a bum. He's a bum. You're a terrible coach. Bum. You're a terrible coach. <laughs> terrible. And and the best part is... You got waxed by an 88-win team. Without Ronald Acuna Jr. Without Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh my God, get wrecked, Dodgers. You and, guys suck. And they have... Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, some of the best Walker ball players Bueller, in the league right now. Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, unreal. Gavin Lux, this team is stacked. You have no excuse. And they lost to the Braves. You have no excuse to losing to a team that had 18 less wins than you without their best player. Unbelievable. Justin Turner there, not there. I don't care. You still should win that. Max Muncy there, Justin. Who cares? Still should have won that. You have series. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Yeah. That you that you highway robbery the whole yeah. league for. Yeah. Get out of here. Corey Get wrecked, Seager. Dodger fans. Come at me. Yeah. I live in your city. <laughs> you know where to find me. Come find him. Gave you his Twitter handle and everything. That's anyway, what's up. <laughs> that's our second wrap up. Again, that was Trevor Messer. I'm Eni Berkovitz. We will see everyone soon. Thanks. Later, everyone.